some holes. Here's Damari Gray. There's plenty forward for Everton here. One of them's to Corey. Surely it's finished now. Everton were swarming all over Norwich in that attack. And Decore was the spare man. And Everton made it count. Always a good weekend in it, Tom, and the Blues pick up three points. Well, yeah, it makes it better, doesn't it? We had no uh, no stress. That's it. More enjoyable week. Just Monday's a lot better, doesn't it, when you win on Monday? Yeah, it is. it's Monday, isn't it? That's the killer. Obviously, you, for- you forget about it. You start working towards the next game, don't you? But I think the first couple of days, you still it still hangs on, doesn't it? When you lose, it's just in your brain, it's in yeah. your mind. Yeah, plays on your mind, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, well, it was a 2-0 victory against Norwich, so we're back to winning ways. It was neither win after back-to-back defeats. And um, going out the cup too. How do you think we played overall? I think it's been a bit of a discussion point, hasn't it? Because I was saying before, I think you should bring it up now. <laughs> I will just bring this up now because we'll get into the game a bit more. But I thought we were all right. I think a lot of people, have, I've seen a lot of people moaning on Twitter. Even a few of our mates, other Everton fans, have said to me, like, they didn't play that well. But what do people expect? I know. I agree with you. I think uh, first half, we dominated, didn't we, really? A lot of the ball. Um, they didn't really create much. They had, a, they had a half chance from distance where Pickard made a decent save. But overall, I was happy with the performance. It was just professional, weren't it? Got the job done, got three points, scored two goals, clean sheets. You can't just steam all teams 4-0 and have 25 shots every game. Sometimes it's going to be like that. And I was happy with the performance. I was just wondering, did people expect us to tear up and roll them over 3 or 4-0? Or did people expect... I, I expect it to be a tough game. I thought they haven't won a game yet. They'll come here and they'll look at us, especially after watching that game during the week, and think, do you know what? They're here for the taking. So I expected them to come out. And do you know what? I probably expected a bit a slightly better knowledge, if I'm being honest. Because it was weird at the start. I think we, I predicted 1 1, you predicted 1 0, didn't you? Mm, yeah. And it, was, it felt like to me, like, if we got off to a slow start and they were sitting behind the ball and we struggled to create, then that, the fans would start getting frustrated and maybe that would work against us and they could nick something. But when the game kicked off and I, I always had the, the, the vibe that we were never going to lose that game. I always thought we, we were comfortable, wasn't it? They didn't really make us sweat for it. I know they had a little spell in the second half, which we were getting into a bit more. They had like 10, 20 minutes where they were putting pressure on. But it's not like they were creating chance after chance, was it? It wasn't like they were splitting us open. It was just like they had a bit more of the ball. They seemed a bit more promising going forward. But yeah, I thought we played all right. I, I think it's, as you said, I think it's professional. I think you, them games are never easy, are they? You know, I know we, we could turn up and win 3 4 nil, but that still wouldn't make it easy. That would just make us have, have playing better rather than the other way. But I think people moaning. You've got to understand what situation we're in, haven't we? You've got Solomon Rondon up front, came in on a free. You've got Michael Keane playing centre-half, which I don't think when everyone's fully fit, I don't think he will be playing there. So people have got to take the circumstances. That's it. At the end, he's got to come into play too. We're missing two very important players. Three with Seamus Coleman. You know, two goal scorers. Two exactly. goal scorers. Obviously, Pickford came back in and Coleman's missing. And I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't been Coleman's biggest fan for a few years now. But obviously, he would play on that side, wouldn't he? Let's be honest, he'd get in that side. Yeah. Especially at right back. He'd be starting, wouldn't he? He'd all be then be yeah. Godfrey and Mina. But 
Yeah, about the game, I, I know what you're saying there about our knowledge. We were expecting a tough game, especially after the cup game, man. It was going to be one of them. It, it was a banana skin, weren't it? Which could have been. Yeah, it was another one, wasn't it? It was another game where you thought, if you start slow, you've seen games like that end badly. We, we, they beat us 2 0, didn't they? They beat us 2 0 uh, two seasons ago, the season they got relegated. They came to Goodison, beat us 2 0, played us off the park, didn't get a kick. He did. I remember that. Michael Silver, weren't it? That was like the end of his tenure, weren't it? At the start of the downfall for him. But they're not, they're not a terrible side, are they? Like, they actually did have some spells in the second half. As you said, then they had, they, they had more possession than us in the second half overall. So they did have a lot of the ball compared to us. I don't really mind about their possession, though, as long as you win the game, then it doesn't bother me as much. But it is a team, when you're playing Norwich, you'd expect to have more of the ball, wouldn't you? But they did have that little spell for 20, 25 minutes where they were getting on top of it. Well, you know the funny thing about it? I was sitting to the, the fellow that was sitting next to at the game and we were speaking about Norwich as a whole because obviously we had said like he didn't he didn't pose much of a threat there. He had a few chances here and there. The lad in midfield looked good. Norman, Matthias Norman, I think mm. he's on loan from the but he looks like a good player. But other than that, he didn't really have much going forward. And I always I thought like these won the they won the championship last year, didn't they? Yeah. And the season they came up two years ago, they also won the championship, I think. Well, they, they finished first or second. They always come up automatically. Like, they, they, they very rarely come back up through the playoffs. They might have done maybe 10, 15 years ago. But every time I see Norwich bounce back, they always do well in the championship. They're always first or second and they're always flying. And then they come in and they stall, don't they? Yeah, they do. They've done it for a few years, haven't they? They just come up and they just don't seem to gel in the Premier League at all. Yeah, yeah, but the, the debate would be that why are Brentford doing... You look at Brentford and you think, where have these come from? Do you know what I mean? All these players. Like, you look at Pitt scored against Liverpool during the week and I think I see them playing well against Wolves the week before. They won 2-0. And uh, I just thought, where he came from? And he came from, like, League 2, maybe even lower. And you think, like, it's the, it's the manager, isn't it? The manager's got them playing a certain style. He's got them believe, they believe fully in what they're doing. And I think Norwich come up and they always play nice football in the Championship. Then they come up and they sort of... I think I seen someone say this the other day. I think it might be on match today, and it was a good, it was a good topic because it, it makes you wonder if you got like some type of inferiority inferior complex. Do you know what I mean? Where they mm. think, oh yeah, we can't do it there. We can't go to Premier League grounds and stamp our authority like we would do in the Championship. It's just a bit of a weird one. I know it's not about Everton, but I think it's fairly interesting to see Brentford come up and do so well. Wolves, they're another example of this, aren't they? They come up and they look brilliant. Leeds, they're another team. They come up last year and they just bring something completely new to the table. It doesn't always happen for Norwich. You know? It makes me wonder why, like what's going wrong there. But obviously, it's not. It's not about Everton, but it's, I think it's just interesting. Yeah, well, they might. They might I, I don't watch Norwich in the Championship much last season, but as I said, they're probably dominating the games, aren't they? Most of the time, they might come up here and they're not used to not having much of the ball, and it affects them more. But you look at Sheffield United two years ago. Yeah, they're they another example. I didn't even mention them. They did the best. They did. They did, They finished eighth, didn't they? Eighth, ninth. Yeah, well, they were pushing on for Europe, weren't they, until the last three or four games, but then they went down last season too, so it just shows the balance of how thin it was for them. Obviously, they didn't yeah, have yeah, enough. I understand it. A lot of teams go through that with second season syndrome, don't they? I think it, the case is, obviously, I live, I live with the Leeds fan, I've said this to him, that people people don't know what you're going to do, do they? It's like, a, it's like a mystery, especially with Leeds, the way they play. It's not many teams in world football who do what they do, play the way they play. So, especially with them coming up and people not having tape on them, people not having played them recently, just to get thrown into the deep end with the type of intensity that's deep of your player. So I think that catches people off guard, but what you've seen this year, it's sort of caught up to them, hasn't it? People know how to play against them, they sort of sit back and say, do you know what? Bring us an MDL counter-attack and they'll pick them off. Do you want to look against West Ham? But yeah, as we were saying, I think it's all about 
having a style and believing in that style, I think that that serves you best. Obviously, Wolves came up on Wolves and just playing good football, weren't they? Yeah, good players. Yeah, Wolves were, but they they got in Europe, didn't they? Wolves they actually got into Europe. Obviously, I think the season Wolves came up, they were better than us already. Like I'm not saying the best than us now, but I'm saying that side that came up that 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 maybe without maybe they signed Jimenez a bit later on. He still had Jota, he still had Neves. I know Moutinho came that season as well, the season I'm on about. But I think they came up and they were immediately better than us. Yeah, because it was too good for the championship there, Sarah Brandy. I think they won it by like a good few points. Yeah, he ran away with it, didn't he? The yeah. did run away with it. And then they came up and they were already a decent, fairly decent side, weren't they? Don't think that about them playing decent football. The three at the back that they do. They well, as, you said, as, as we've said, I think it's style, isn't it? You had them believing in a certain way of playing rather than performing to like a, a boring Premier League side just to stay up. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying being a boring Premier League side is a bad thing because I've seen Everton be a boring Premier League side for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like the teams that come up and believe in their own style continue to play that aggressive attacking football seem to fare better than maybe a Norwich coming up. And I was thinking, I was pretty surprised that Keenan Dowell didn't get in looking. And I'm not, I haven't watched much of Norwich, I'll be honest. I haven't sat there and watched Norwich games. I'm not going to try and say that. Yeah. But I've seen them on the telly a bit. They got beat by Liverpool, didn't they? They got beat by City 5 0. So you had a tough start. And I was surprised Keenan Dowell didn't get a look in because I think, I'm not trying to say Keenan Dowell would have made an effort, but I think he's a good player. He played brilliantly for them last year in the Championship. And this is what I'm saying. And he played a more conservative player in, that posi- in his position, thinking, oh, do you know what? He doesn't work that as well. He might get overran type thing. So it's just interesting to touch on. But I've, I've listened to a few Norwich fans, whether that be on Twitter or YouTube or things like that, a few different other platforms. And they are pretty uh, at the end of the tether with the manager, like, to be honest. You're with Daniel Farr, are you? Yeah, yeah. Probably sick, aren't they? After yeah, you must be, be sick of it. Don't get in the promoted every time, and then they're just not competing at all. Like they'd be, it, be, be tear off even more, wouldn't it? Seeing Brentford come up through the playoffs, so they, in terms of finishing position, you were better than last year, and they come up and they look more prepared than what you do. Exactly. Even Watford too. Yeah, Watford's the main one because I think Brentford have got better individual players. Haven't they? You look at the likes of Tony. You look at the goalie. By the way, he does not. Yeah, he looks brilliant so far. I'm not saying he's, he's the best keeper in the league. I'm not, I'm not jumping <laughs> on that, but I'm saying he looks good. Doesn't he look like a good keeper? You've got some good individual players. Tony's a problem for anybody. Anybody in that league, he's going to give you a headache. Similar yeah. to what Calvert Lewin does, but he might be better than Calvert Lewin. You think he is? You don't know, like technically. Like, they see the back heel he's done for their first goal. Yeah, yeah. Back heel. Then that's, he scored, like, didn't he? Bullier, he? Did you see his goal that he scores late on? It got disallowed. I think it was like the 90th minute. Just on the right, and he just put I it. I wasn't watching the game. I was out, but I, I heard it. I was listening to it on the radio. I think on the way to be dad's. So, I'm just, I was just sort of... But, yeah, I, I, he's a good player, isn't he? I, I've seen him play a few times. I watched the Wolves game last week, the wolves Bedford game, and he just bullied them. Do you know You just know he's just like... Physically, he's just on a different type of level. Yeah. And it's not yeah. saying that the centre half the Wolves are not strong or Van Dijk isn't strong. I think he gave Van Dijk problems, didn't he? Did. Give the whole team problems. They're both yeah, struggles yeah, at yeah, times. Just... But they, they had them as a team are good to watch, like a little shout out to Brentford. Like, I, I like it when a team comes in and just says, you know what? We're not going to conform. We're going to play our football. And I, they give everyone problems, especially at home. They will, especially the bigger team. be a tough, tough game. They they get up for the bigger teams more, don't they? Like they played Arsenal first game of the season, beat them soon, and they just threw at Liverpool. 
like the biggest games, the, the fans and stuff like yeah, that. Because they have an match. experience that after they have an experience exactly. the biggest games. How long has it been since they were in the since they were in the Premier League? Or probably it was probably called the first well, division. The first division back then, yeah, probably probably long. Like do you know what I mean? So you can't blame them for being excited and getting up for them games. And that's the best team, Liverpool. Like they they're pushing for the best team in the country. Like if I turn around and Liverpool were the best team in the country now, it's not nice to say, but. You couldn't argue it, you could you? You could say maybe City, maybe Chelsea, but they're definitely in that discussion. So you can see why uh, it was probably loud there. It was probably probably a good night. Yeah, you could to be a Brentford fan. Yeah, that's awesome. They started season well, haven't they? Yep, they have. Yeah, it's just it just shows though because knowledge have got zero points out of six games now. Zero point. The worst start in Premier League history. That's worse than that Derby side. You remember that terrible Derby side? Yeah, and they only got one win all season. I think he had six. What did he finish with? Like nine points. Something stupid. Didn't Sheffield United have something similar last season too? Yeah, but I think Sheffield United did pick up a few more because I, 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 it's deceiving that because obviously Sheffield United lost a lot of games late on. If you remember, they no, lost the was late on, didn't they? It was, it was early. So you mean last season? Yeah, last season. They lost most of the games before Christmas, and they started getting wins after that last season. But he did struggle mightily, like just conceding goals late on, didn't he? And I remember I remember yeah. watching uh, Leicester beat them at home late on. We beat them at home late on. I think Man United might have scored late on. I'm not too sure about that, but maybe a different team. But no, it I was, think... it was, yeah. So that's what I mean. It's just it's a bit deceiving that, but yeah. All the um... all back to Brentford. We look good, don't we? We've got to give them a, a bit of credit. Definitely, not looking forward to playing them, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, moving back onto the game, I thought the. I thought the first half, we started quite quick, didn't we? The start 11 obviously wasn't what we wanted to be, but yeah, we started quite quick. I thought we dominated the ball, but we kept the ball quite well. And a blatant penalty on Alan. I don't want to hear soft. But that's the other way. Like, do you think Norwich fans would be so, I see the Norwich fan call it soft? How, how is that soft, Luke? It's not. What did you see? What did you see? Well, I was sat with it, I mean, I was in the glad to see this one, so i just seen Alan go down, really. But when I've watched it back, Alan nicks the ball, passes on. He, he probably weren't going to get on the end of the ball, but if he puts his leg out and kicks you, what do you want Alan to do? He's obviously going to go over, isn't he? Let's be honest. And then I don't know why it took that long to be given, because you can clearly see it's a blatant penalty. And, and you just know, don't you, when the referee goes to the screen, it's getting overturned. So we were already saying that it was going to be a penalty. And um, Sanz embedded it, didn't he? So good start to the game. And yeah, I agree with you. The first half, I thought we dominated them. You know, they didn't have much. They had a half chance later on the first half. A decent save by Pickford. But other than that, the first half, we were good. Game, you know, I said, like, like towards the right-hand side of the park end. Yeah, yeah. I knew straight away that it was a penalty. Because it was like, he didn't... It, was, it, it like ricocheted, didn't it, through to him? Because he tried... Obviously, I think he, he brought... He was pushing the ball forward. And he, he maybe went past the man, but then he ran into a man. And it was like a tackle. But it's like ricocheted back off him. And it's pushed into the box, and he just got there first, and he just took him out, didn't he? Kebab, 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 <laughs> kebab. <laughs> I just uh, swiped his leg, hasn't he? And it doesn't matter whether there's minimal contact because there's contact. It's not even minimal though. Like you, you can clearly see he clips his leg, doesn't he? Like... And I just, you could even if you didn't see anything from obviously from your point of view, you just seen him go down. Adam doesn't fall over like that. Well, I seen him stand up and like. Got going on to in the ref's face. Like, leg, leg. Yeah. Leg to say, look, look, do you know what I mean? What, what are we talking about? He's just, he's just tickled. Because he did, he kicked him. Yeah. But yeah, decent half. If we wrap it up, I think it was a decent half and we deserved our one goal lead going into the break. Obviously, Townsend buried the penalty. It just settled the nerves of the crowd, too, because if you go in there on the last time, 
it becomes a problem, doesn't it? Because then the longer the game goes on, the longer the game goes, you think, oh no, yeah. So if they get an half chance and to nick one, then goes and toxic, isn't it? But going in half is important. But then even the second half, though, we did slow down a bit, didn't we? They, they, they did have a lot well, of just, I had written down second half, slow start. That's, yeah. that's the first like, line I had written down because I think we started, I, I know we came out and the fact that they posed no issues, like they didn't, they weren't running in behind, they weren't creating chances. I know they looked a bit dangerous with a few shots, like 30 yards, like ranges, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Pickford had to deal with a few of them. And just a little shout out to the fellow in midfield with the blonde hair, that Matthias Norman. Don't know where he's from, but he was definitely their best player. Yeah, good. Like, if there's any Norwich fans listening, which I doubt might be, like they need to keep him, keep him involved because he's he looks like their best player. I know they were missing Campwell, and that's a, that is a big miss. I think, let's be honest, he's probably their best player. But yeah, he looked decent. But yeah, he, I think it's, I don't know why we started so slow. I think it was just a, it was a, it was a. We thought, oh yeah, this game. We'll, we'll score, we'll kick on here, we'll score maybe one or two more, but we didn't, did we? They sort of gained more of a foothold as it went on, I thought. The first five, ten minutes of the, first, the second half, it was a bit of a battle, and then they started pushing on a bit, and I think they had a chance. I think Ben Gibson missed a header, didn't he? Yeah. And he should have scored. There's no way he should have missed. Right on his head, I know it's a bit glanced, and he just saw each other things. He lets the uh, the ball. The ball in was good, and he had a bit of pace on it, so all he's going to do is put his head on it. So the pace is already on it, do you know what I mean? It's not like he's going to generate any pace. But it just glances off his head, luckily for us. But it was yeah, half chances, though, weren't it? Like, they didn't weren't creating any clear cut chances, they weren't picking us. That was a big chance that they that was that was the most clear cut chance they had all game. Yeah, that was the one. Like, but, if you were going to score, it had to be then. Other than that, though, we had one from distance, I remember, can't remember who it was, but it was a decent save in Pickford. Yeah, and the ball, same but... fella. That, that, was that, no, that Newman? That Newman, yeah. Newman, yeah, I think it was the same fella. I think he had like three, four shots, didn't he? I think he might have had a free kick as well, where he hit it quite well. But, uh, yeah, overall, second half wasn't amazing. It wasn't definitely wasn't as good as the first half. But we've seen a lot less of the ball, didn't we? That we did. was the problem. I think they were creating many chances. We didn't look like we were getting dominated, but we just seen a lot less of the ball. But they had actually more possession overall in the second half. Which exactly. Yeah, if you look at the first half stats, we had about 55, 60 cents of the ball. Yeah. So, so that just shows you how much the ball lay in the second half. But we got the killer goal, didn't we? That's all that matters. Go finish with the Corey again. Well, it was Alan who made it, didn't he? Alan made it by just putting that, uh, that Kenny McLean under pressure. Just forced him into mistake, held him into mistake, and then we just broke quick, didn't we? Bodies, didn't we? It's good to see bodies running forward. We had, like, yeah, well, Decorey didn't do that last year, did he? He sort of no. sat there and sort of waited because he thought, oh, you know, we get count on, but he's, he sort of had the shackles taken off him, hasn't he? It'll be like Gray, Iwobi, and Decorey. That, that's so important because that drags other defenders away. They've got to, someone's got to pick them up. Yeah. So yeah, obviously Gray made played the ball, didn't he? But I've always based him. Was he based on the inside or the outside of the corner? Well, he's yeah. a good run for it, which hasn't been mentioned Rondon because he runs right through the middle. Yeah, because he takes so. people away from him and that yeah. creates the space for the corner to run to. That's how it works, isn't it? That's you know what I mean? So obviously the corner's bombing on. Doesn't like and I don't think even if there was someone in front of him, I would have fancied him to get past him because he was just brilliant all day long, the corner. Awesome. Even when we were, because as I've said, as we mentioned a few times, it's it's spells, isn't it? With the corner. Yeah, not not with the corner, with the whole team. Like we we operate in spells, so we can be good for twenty five minutes, and then we might have a drop off for fifteen minutes where it's a bit the intensity's slowed down a bit, the crowd are a bit quieter, mm. and then we pick it back up again. It feels like we got on a roller coaster ride when you go to the game for whatever fun, but because <laughs> it's never it's never fully it's never permanently at the top. But it's never permanently. Like, I've seen permanently at the bottom, I'll tell you that. I've seen that. 
but when it gets going like that, it sort of swings, doesn't it? It's like a pendulum yeah. swinging back and forth. And as as we've seen, I thought that goal just picked it back up slightly, didn't it? I thought that can't everyone die, let everyone know it. We're going to win the game. But as we say, Decore was just brilliant all game, everywhere, just ticking, keeping everything ticking over. Bombing on. He was also defensively, he was good, wasn't he? he, won he the was broke up play many times in both halves. And then he, went, he goes on his little runs, doesn't he? When he picks up the ball, he can bring it from defence to attack quite quick. He gets forward that much now. It's just transition, isn't it? Transition yeah. speed just completely different to what we've got. You can pick that ball up and just stretch stretch a team, stretch a team's midfield and then penetrate, like Because that's what he's able to do. Like, no, isn't he? He scored. The, the, he took his goal well. I think he's underrated. He, finish. Goes like, right he could have easily just put his foot through it, couldn't he? That's what I was thinking. Like In that situation, him not being the greatest finisher, I'm not saying he's a bad finisher because he's not, but in that position, he's, he's, you wouldn't normally see him that comfortable, but he was, and he just buried it. Yeah, he takes it three when he gets the ball. He was it. conviction. That was the word. He can, it was conviction in his finish. He always looked like he was going to score, didn't he? Just composed, were really. Just He knew he was going to score when he came from. Put it across the keeper. Good finish. Good ball from Gray, too. Gray had his normal game, didn't he? He was involved. He was there. Uh, he was. Everything that seems like everything good that Everton do sort of flows through him, doesn't it? Goes through his feet, and then he plays from there, but. He just looks like such a good sign at 1.6 million. We keep harping on about this. We don't mean to, but some player for 1.6 million, hopefully he stays fit, keeps getting better, and then we see what happens. We go from there. I want to see him back out wide, though, as well. I need the two. Well, obviously, as, because we haven't got the two, the two strikers, he probably feels like we need to get him involved and being involved with me and him playing like the 10. Mm. And like pushing on from there, making them late runs, being effective from that position. But we will see him back out wide as soon as the strikers come back. Definitely. That's where he's at his best, isn't he? Of course, yeah. I think that's where he's most dangerous and he just he's just so he's so good at beating people one on one as well. He likes that's he likes that challenge, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. He sees a full back backing into the box, he just runs in and takes them on. He'll get a ball in the box for one. He can't really do that when he's up from just directness, isn't it? We just haven't seen it for a long time. I know we've seen Balassi and we've had people like obviously Balassi and Kevin Morales and out wide and I think Kevin Morales is a good player for a few years and obviously I I, I think Balassi got a lot of stick but you remember the first six months he was okay. He wasn't as bad as what we what we what we after his in that big injury is tough, isn't it? He started well, didn't he, Blassy? Yeah, he actually did come in and made a difference. Remember some of the yeah, yeah, in my mind. Um some of the way sticks in my mind where he had a decent game. Some of the way, uh, I think he had a he, Burnley away, I think he scored. Yeah. It's games like that where you remember, can't you? But the injury, you've just come recover after that, could he? He just lost all it was I don't know what he lost maybe a little bit of pace. Confidence, yeah. really. It was obviously for nearly 18 months, really. It was a long time. It was out. It's so tough to get back your legs back under you after that much time out, isn't it? You know I mean? Especially the way he plays. If you lose any of that, that like electricity, so that's what we'll call it because he was a, that's what he is. He's electric, isn't he? Like he does stuff like where he just bursts into life. Feels like someone just switched them on and he's. But yeah, it's tough. But I think this lad's better than both of them, to be honest. I said this to me, mate, and I think we're. Don't want to jump to because he's only played six games with Everton, maybe seven games with the cup involved. But I think he just looks like a better, a natural, more of a natural winger than what we've had in the past. Yeah, definitely. He's got that flair too, and he like the fancy yeah, footwork yeah, and the touches and stuff like that. I think it's sharpness. I think that's 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 the most important thing about him. I think he's so sharp. His first touch is always perfect, isn't it? Yeah, perfect. He knows what he's doing. Don't even he gets the ball. He's got that fancy footwork. He can run at people. He's got to go finish on him too. He's shown, hasn't he? He's real hard on about the word, but he, he, he plays with conviction. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important word in the speed force, because we haven't had a lot of that. 
the players you play with a purpose, Joe. You can and you can tell like he, he truly knows what he's doing. He truly knows what his job is. Uh, we just give a little shout out to Lewis Dobbin, okay. seventeen, eighteen. That's what we've been crying out for, isn't it? Just a bit of youth, just so we can see. You might not be good enough. You might not be starting forever every week, and that's probably not what we're asking for. But we just need at this moment in time, especially, we could do with someone who can make an impact off the bench, especially with the way Rondon's look at the moment. I don't want to. Get on London's back because he's only played three games and he was playing in China for two years and I understand what that is, but it's nice to see a young kid getting on. Shame not to see Sims because I think Sims is a bit more proven, maybe not at this level, but he's proven definitely proven at what League One with Blackpool. So it might have been better to see Sims in that situation, but apparently Benitez likes this Lewis Dobbin, so. I'm all for it. I am all for seeing the kids. It's good to see you. We need youth. Let's be honest. More youth, yeah, just youth. Just, just, just youthfulness, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Just that excited, like, energy. Just helps the squad, doesn't it? It's good the squad being as soon as it is, too. We're going to need it now more than ever, aren't we? Yeah, it's it's always yeah. good to see lads coming through from the academy, no matter where they're from. It's just good to see young lads playing for Everton because they've got a point to prove, haven't they? More than bringing in someone who's 31, who's done it all before. You're Fabian Del, for example. Who's going to come in and pick up a wage and not be bothered about playing for everyone? These youth, these young people are coming in. I think I've got a chance to make, to make myself a Premier League player, score yeah. a goal, have his goal go viral. It's just it's, it's a massive, massive for them, and I'm, I'm made off for them. And hopefully, we can see more of it, Sims too, and hopefully one or two more break through this year because we haven't seen it in far too long since Tom Davis were in it. Probably the last one I remember bursting through. Hasn't really worked out for him, so hopefully Dobbin Sims and maybe one or two more can come through this year and make an impact for us. Well, we should be developing talent, we? it's just that simple. Like other clubs do it, and we've had a history for being quite decent at it, haven't we? We haven't been top. I think Southampton probably hold that title, don't we? Where they've developed so many good players from the academy who've went on to be great, great players. And we've created a few, obviously. We've got, we got Rooney, obviously, he stands out as the, the main one. If you really look at Everton's academy, he's the best player we've ever produced. It's got to be Wayne Rooney, yeah, but yeah, it's just so nice to see, as you said. And the way Rondon's look at the moment, and I didn't, we didn't say that because we were speaking about the young players, but Rondon is looking so immobile that's the word I'd use immobile at the moment. That maybe if, if we haven't got Richarlison or Calvert Lewin back, even at the weekend against United, like 60 minutes in, you're just gonna have to try one of these kids, aren't you? I know it's a big game and it's tough to. Make you, if it be Sims, it's tough to come in against Man United. You're playing against Harry Maguire and Raphael Varane. It's the real, it's the real deal, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? There's no bigger, not many bigger stages than that, especially in the Premier League. But mm-hmm. yeah, it would be nice to see them get a, a, a bit more game time, wouldn't it? Especially Sims. I know I don't know much about Dobbin yeah. because sort of came on the scene as me recently. But Sims has been around, hasn't he? I think Sims has been scoring goals for Everton, especially for the youth teams for years now. Yeah, He's scoring a lot of goals, making impact being talked about so it'd be nice to see him get a few games it would I think he will this year won't we I think they're both here now that is fair star for Dublin he's probably going to see more games and I feel like Sims is going to be the same unless one of them goes out on loan but I feel like this is the year we need youth don't we so I can see them staying and hopefully making an impact well the thing is people everyone says oh yeah we might need them for the next week or so because Richardson and Cavill are injured but what if Richardson and Cavill get injured again because that's likely to happen isn't it Everton. Richardson's he will pick up an injury or two only. I think so will Carver Lewin. I think the both of them. Like they're not they're not injury prone, I'm not saying that, because they're normally they're normally fit and ready to go for most games, but 
they always pick up injuries. They picked up an injury each last year, didn't they? It's just like little knocks, isn't it? Here and there, where you're out for like 10 days, two weeks, something like that. We can't, can't afford them, no, Luke. I'm not saying it's like their fault. I'm not blaming them, but we cannot afford injuries. Zero. Kind of shows, doesn't it? The squad now. Like this team even put out there. Look at the team that got knocked out in the cup, you know what I mean? Sure, injuries, we know the squad, don't we? But. Hopefully we can get everyone back soon. I think they're still out for United, Andy, but then it's international break. I don't it? know. I don't know. I'll, I know it is the international break after the United game, yeah. So we, that'll, that comes at a good time for us. You know, we all know about the international break. I'm like yourself. It's a load of fucking... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But overall, the international break comes at a good time for us. Let's just get everyone back. But we'll show us some... I was, How's it working? I can't believe I'm going to go with England. No, not a chance. I think Benitez has already said... in the squad. If he's fit, he gets picked in the squad, he'll go. Benitez has already said in his press conference that he won't be fit for the international break. Good. So, hopefully, that means that, hopefully that means that he might be fit, but they're just not going. Exactly. I think even if they were fit, he, he would have said that anyway, that, that they were yeah. fit to go. Yeah. Just to yeah. keep them with us and risk any other injuries. But, well, um, it makes sense, doesn't it? It doesn't make sense to have them injured for four weeks and then the next time you see them is after what if you get injured in the international break and they're exactly. out for a month, two months, you know what I mean? So it'd just be a disaster. So yeah, it but yeah, uh, we all go on to the player ratings now. And uh, we'll start with Jordan Pickford and goal. What do you give him? Seven. Decent game. Yeah. Um few solid saves, good distribution. It's good to have him back in it. A solid keeper. You feel confident. The defence are more confident too, because thought the defence had a good game too, which I'll go into individually now, but yeah, solid game for Jordan Pickford, seven. I gave him a seven, I thought. He saved what he needed to save, didn't he? He didn't have much to do, but what he did do it was all right. And I think his distribution was good. I think mm. I, the, what I was thinking about his distribution, he put a ball through, I don't know if it was two. It was in the first half as well. It was like quick, it, like it came to him and he, he locked it long. And I think it might have been a Wobie, and a Wobie was like very close to getting in. I can't remember him making too many passes like that where he didn't. We've seen him ping the ball out, haven't we? To to wingers and full backs high up the pitch. But yeah, whatever he whatever he did do, he done well. Just good to have him back, and he's just it's solid. We need these games from we need sevens, eights regularly. You know what I mean? I think we have to all season to be fair. And we've yeah, seen yeah, it all season from so but that, that's what was the consistency is key, especially as a goalie. Yeah, he can be this good consistently, game in, game out. He'll have a good season, won't he? Hopefully. Well he's he's carried on from last season and he into the Euros and now he's doing it with us. So Hopefully he's back to where he was when we first he's got him. He's playing with a bit of confidence again, isn't he? He's yeah. playing free, he's playing he's playing football like he was at the start. When he first came to Everton, there's not that pressure on him. Like, I'm not going to make another mistake this week. You know what I mean? That type of... And that does linger for a while. I know he's talked about... He's had... He's had... Uh, he's had uh, therapy, hasn't he? He's, had, he's been meeting someone, hasn't he? Like, uh, he's been speaking about it, hasn't he? He's like a therapy coach, coach and he, he recommends it. Maybe Michael Keane should have a look into that. Yeah, not half. Seems to be working pickles on it. But yeah, I think a seven's a fair rating for him, any. Yeah, yeah. Um right back, Ben Godfrey, what'd you give him? I gave him a six. I gave him a six point five. I thought it was um improved, but I just don't want to see him in centre back now. Um yeah, I thought he was better than what we've seen, even getting forward a bit more, weren't he? But I just want to get him back in centre back now and get him settled there. I don't want to like harp on about one individual thing that I remember each player doing but I remember Brandon Williams running them down the line in the first half no second half I think it was the second half yeah it was second half Brandon Williams running down the line and I thought Godfrey he stuck with him but he got he got outran by Brandon Williams and 
going off, he's apparently the fastest player in Everton. I'm not yeah. saying that like, makes him a bad player or anything. That's just what sticks to me, my average performance. Okay, he was, he gave was, him a point, a point five less than you. And then Ronaldo when he's tracking back anyway, dogs, he was already forwards. It was like a count. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was getting, he, he was getting on a bit, wasn't he? He was yeah. getting fairly high up the pitch. I think he's been and sold, twenty. He, he put in a few decent balls, not great balls. It wasn't like, but he, 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 he did, he did all right. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. Mason Alguiz at right back. I think he's probably got a bit more. Mason Alguiz at right back, which is saying something, isn't it? Yes, but he's not a right back. He just needs to get him back at centre half. No, centre half. Yeah, I think next week, everyone, especially at United, is. We need that. They've worked, haven't we? He's, he's going to play Keane, isn't he? We just know he's going to play Michael Keane. We don't even need to think about that. Especially we move on to Keane now because we're speaking about him. He's on topic. What did you give him? Six point five. Yeah, so my game was 6.5. It wasn't too harsh. He didn't do anything wrong, did he? There was one moment in the first half when he, the ball came over the top and he let it bounce over him. Yeah, he let it bounce and he had to he had to chase it back like he was real Ferdinand. Yeah, and Pookie nearly got in. I think it was Pookie. And he's just like, just clear the ball. Why are you trying to be clever with it? There's no need for to do it. He's overthinking, isn't he? Just overthinks sometimes. It does. But he, he was better. He's going to realise that he's six foot five. He's going to just go win the, win the header. He's, he's six foot three, by the way. I was speaking to him. Well, I'd like to do weekend, my mate, and he mentioned the you saying on the last episode, he's only six foot three. So, six foot five, six foot three, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a mate, all tomato. He's, he's a big fella, That's <laughs> he's tall. Whoever Luke's mate is, tall fella, it's Lightwood, Danny Lightwood. Shout him out, Danny Lightwood. I'm not surprised it was him giving me abuse. <laughs> Remember, we're not passing to him on pro clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if he, like, I, he didn't do anything wrong, did he? He didn't do anything massively right. But as, as a centre half, that's your job. Don't do anything wrong. Do what you need to do. Clear everything. Yeah. And he had he had that most things that he needed to add. But it's just even you saying that moment that sticks in your mind, like that moment of fear, like he's let it bounce. Yeah, you saw fear the worst around as everyone the glass. Like, there we go. Yeah. He was better though, so I don't want to be too harsh because he was better than what we've seen. But yeah, he, he can still improve. I know a lot of these players will not perform the way they performed in the first couple of games. It was what they will do against the best sides in the league. I think, you know, the capabilities. But yeah, he didn't have much to do. He, he played with one striker, didn't he? Which, he played with one striker, I think. Especially Pukki, he just didn't win much, did he? We'll go on to Mina. We'll go on to Mina now, actually. I don't... Every week, it becomes more clear that Yeri Mina is the best defender at Everton. Yeah, fully agree with you, without a doubt. I, I, I didn't think that. I'll be honest. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna pretend that I did. I thought me. I always thought me would look like a bit of an accident waiting to happen. He, he, was look, on the ball. he, he looks like that, but he's not. It's just that he's that big and he's like. But he was. He, when I was thinking it, he was. He'd make them like he'd be good for two games and then he'd make a harlot and make a mistake. Maybe not a harlot, but he'd make a he'd make a mistake which shouldn't have happened, which had led to a, to a goal. I always thought he's not good enough. I always, I always had that Michael Keane about him where he just impl- he wouldn't implode. But he, and he's always been fairly confident. You can always see that, can't you? The way he carries himself, the way he is, like he's a, you know, he, he knows he's a good centre half. He knows he's, he knows what he's good at. So every week he gets more evident that he's the best centre half. I've always thought he looked worse than what he was. He's always looked like a bit of an awkward defender. He looks a bit gangly on the board, doesn't he? But I've always thought he was a good, decent defender for us, and he's better than Michael Keane. It just shows that, doesn't it? Godfrey's maybe challenged him last year for the best centre half, but showing the season now, it's Yeri Mina without a doubt. Godfrey's got some way to go to get that top spot of being the best defender of the club again. Well, I've been the best defender of Everton, is it? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Oh no. But, uh, so one good game, lad, and you're, you're probably club captain then, aren't you? Get a statue. Club captain. That's all but, it takes. Yeah, you, you were right. I think Nina's got... When you take him out that defence, it looks so much worse. Yeah, it's scary. Scary times ahead. He's not there. I'd give him an 8 anyway. I thought he was solid. Probably miles I'd give him a 7.5. Yeah. Um, Lucadine, what'd you give him? 6.5. I'd give him a 7. I thought he was improved as well. Um, kept that Max Allen's quiet, didn't he? I didn't realize when you when you see them in person, like because he, he was close, obviously because he was on this side a lot, on my side of where I sit, and I just thought no, forty million pounds, definitely not. That's he does. Another, he looks too small. He was getting forward a lot, but I thought he was yeah, and he, he did make Lucadine work. I but, thought Dean hands him quite well, me, and Awobi. To be fair, he was getting back and helping Wayne at times. I thought we we handled him quite well, cause, unless he's just not that good and he's been hyped up, but. I thought they had um, they kept him quiet and it was more improved from Luca Dean, much more got short at the back, getting forward more, put a one or two decent balls in. I, I I'll be honest with you, I didn't see it. I thought everything that he I you notice what he's been doing, he's been touching up like during last year when he's just whipping in. He's yeah, he takes that first touch, doesn't he? He's taking an extra touch every time and it either gets blocked or he over it. And if yeah. you notice he's come straight off the corners because Tandem was taking corners with his right foot. I know, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, first half. I think, what's going on? That was Why weird, that. Why is he taking it with his right foot? Because took one too, and Gray put a decent ball in, didn't he? In the second half, he was took it by us. And Gray put a ball in it. Something. Why isn't he taking them corners in the first half? Instead of having someone with his weaker yeah, foot. At the moment. I'll be honest, he was better. He didn't make any mistakes like he has, like he has been doing. But I think we still need more. Of course, always need more. But I thought it was a much improved performance, and even in the um, QPR game, he was better too. So it's something to build on, isn't it? That's it. And what he started with, he's building up, and he's so it's improved. Hopefully, got to keep at it. Yeah. Um. So who's next? Alan. What did you give Alan? Uh, I gave Alan seven point five. So that's a decently high rating, isn't it? It's not a bad rating compared to what we normally get, but. Yeah, he had a decent game, didn't he? He was effective in both of the goals, wasn't he? Obviously, he won the penalty the first one, and then the second one, he won the ball back, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's just um... he was definitely harassing, wasn't he? He was harassing the fellow who gave the ball away. He's got pressing, and he controls the game quite well, doesn't he? Obviously, passing isn't perfect at times, but he makes sure play well. I mean, he just gets the ball, he can lay it off to a better player. So it's like, we have more magic. Um, but yeah, I thought he was decent himself. I give him a seven. Solid performance, weren't it? Yeah, well, I only give him a, I only bumped him up because obviously he won the penalty and then he played a part in the second goal. So I thought obviously he was he was played a part in the two biggest moments. So yeah, fair play to him. Good performance. Um, to Corey, we managed the match again, weren't he? Yeah, he was. I thought he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, I'll give him an um, eight point five this week. Yeah, same. I give him an eight point five. He was I probably he was just short of a nine. I think probably a mirage. Probably not giving him a nine. Yeah, he didn't really put a foot wrong, did he? But yeah. I think an 8.5 is fine. I think that's fair. Yeah. Man of the match. Just everywhere, really. Dictating play. Yeah, he's not playing. I know we're getting to a poor opposition. Maybe, you know, that's what they are. Let's just be honest. Yeah. They're a poor opposition. I think maybe in the games against the better sides, he needs to continue doing this. Well, that'll be a test on the weekend, won't it? United. That'll well, be a test for us. It will be, of course. Well, and even if they're not playing well, I think that probably makes it harder for us, doesn't it? Especially with them getting beat at home yeah. last weekend. Like, how likely did they get beat two weeks in the run at home? 
I know. You know like, unlikely. I'm not saying you can't go there and win because I think if you, it depends on who you get back anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. If you've got them out as a front, it will be tough. If you get anyone back, obviously we could do with Coleman coming back just because at that right back position just looks so unsettled, doesn't it? I'm not saying Coleman's playing well either, but at the moment, you don't know who's going to play there, do you? Just don't show us right back anyway, you know what you're getting. Mm, you just know what you're getting, don't you, mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Townsend, what'd you give him? I gave Townsend 7.5. Yeah, I'll give you the same there, 7.5. Just, what, you know what you're getting again, don't you, with Townsend? Um, took his pen well, didn't he, as well? He's just, well, that looks incredible, isn't it? For a free as well. The fact we got him on a free is actually baffling me even more as the, as the weeks go on with him. As we said, we said to the start, he's probably going to be a good squad player, but saying people before, he's probably first name on the team sheet now. He's been that imp- impressive so far. Well, he's just making an impact every game, whether that be from working hard, as he was, that's what he was doing in the first, the, the first couple of games, wasn't he? He wasn't really making an impact where he'd be crossing the ball or getting forward, getting his name on the score sheet, because that's what he's done, hasn't he? He's scored four goals now. Yeah, four goals. He's got like two four or three assists as well, I think. So, he's impact. Mean, it's not a bad return, that is it. When was the last time he scored four and seven for Crystal Palace? You know what I mean? It's just, he, he's reacting, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's stepped up here. Because he, I think he always knew that he was a player, and obviously he worked a lot on the defensive side of the game when he was at Palace. Because obviously that they don't have much of the ball. I'm not disrespecting Crystal Palace, but you know what I mean. I've seen him come to goodness a few times in our players, mm, but yeah. like in that side, his main job was to make sure that he was tracking back, defending well, and then maybe if he could chip in with like a few goals and a few assists. But I think he knows here that he's gonna have to impact the game going forward. Because he's the best, probably the best crosser of the ball at the moment, isn't he? He's putting the most dangerous crosses at the moment. Probably our most, could say, dangerous player. He's obviously got great, he's got the patience, I reckon. He's different, it, and he's not, uh, he's not getting the byline and crossing the ball. That's he? it. It's a different type, isn't it, a player? But it's worked out well. I found a free as well. It's just impressing me so much each week. Well, it was it was confidence just to step up and just take that penalty. Because I was thinking, oh, yeah, Tim Cruz a good penalty saver, isn't he? German in 2014 when he changed him over, didn't he? For the pen shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he could come on, didn't he? Over that Sillison. Is that his mm, name? I think it was, yeah. He came on over him and everyone was like, oh, yeah, he must be the penalty specialist. And I think he did, he did save a few pens, didn't he? Yeah, well, I remember he told me with Norwich. It was, it was last season or the season before and they played Tottenham in the Cup. He didn't summon, but he was the pen. Um, in goal for the penalties, and he said, yeah, yeah, he not talking about the cup. Yeah, and Tottenham went out. So well, I think I heard in the commentary as well. I think I don't know what commentary it was. It might have been the video or what the commentary, but the someone mentioned that obviously he's a penalty specialist type thing. Yeah, but yeah, he took he, stuck, he took the ball straight away. Didn't he? even when we yeah. didn't know is it going to be. A, as soon as he goes over to that board, that VAR board, we all know what's coming. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's very very rare. The reason why he goes over there is that. It's just you say, don't think we think it's a pen, but go and double check yourself. So he just goes yeah. over and goes, yeah, so that's why he always goes over. I knew, yeah. it was, I, did, I knew it was a pen straight away, as we said, but it was definitely a pen. And he comes to the right decision in the end. Yeah. And he stepped up and buried it, didn't he? Didn't, I, didn't, I was never scared that he was going to miss it. Same. I was quite confident throughout. I always thought, oh, yeah, he's going to score, yeah. I thought it was going to be great, to be fair, because he took on a pre season, didn't he, to Marie Gray? And he scored it. So I was thinking maybe it'll be him who takes it with no Calvert Lewin there, but. Sargent stumped up and buried it. And there was no there was no dispute either, was there? There was not no, a no, game. The ball, yeah. like, oh, right. I was like, okay. That, it must have been true. agreed though beforehand that if he's there at Penn's Townsend and there was no what's the word? No disputes, was there? Well, when they were waiting for the 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 ref, the ref to come back from the board, I see him like if you watch the Evan highlights, it's like Grey goes over to him and says, Right, you take it. You see him like, yeah, move. You need that, that's what you need. And a bit of confidence, he's full of confidence at the moment. So let him stay, step up and take it. That's it. Happy days with him. Fair play to him. Um, to Marty Gray, did you give him? I gave him a seven. 
same. He went as productive as he's been, has he? But he well, went. He wasn't, wasn't that he wasn't productive. I thought everything that that we did do it was good. Came through him, didn't he? He got an assist, obviously, for the goal, the second goal, and he was just lively, wasn't he? That's all he's been, and we're playing poor opposition, as some might say. But you can only beat him in front of you at the end of the day. And he's yeah, exactly. He's more comfortable at wide, doesn't he? I think, I think that's where we're going to see the best out of him when he's on the left. Yeah, well, he probably looks a bit more... Nice. He's played there longer, hasn't he? He's played there more more often than what he has maybe inside. But I think he can be good inside as well. He's got every aspect to be good inside. And maybe if he comes inside and develops his game there, he scores more goals from there. Yeah, maybe with a better partner there to assist him. It's one yeah. very effective, was he, as well? If you're going to be Calvert-Lewin, you might see a difference. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great seventh, fair enough. Um, Alex Awobi? I give him a six... I'll give him a 6.5, me. I don't think he was terrible, but he weren't amazing either, was he? But he, he definitely can offer more to the team. We've seen it as well when he's come off the bench at times this year. He's made a difference, but he started there today or um, on Saturday against Norwich and just weren't good enough, really, was it? Didn't make an impact as much as you'd like him to. It wasn't terrible, was he? That's why he gave him a 6. I think so, 6 is mm-hmm. slightly above average, isn't it? Well, he, wasn't, he was probably average, wasn't he? But it's not a great game, but... I think as a lot of our players, they look better coming off the bench, don't we? For like cameos, 15, 20 minutes when they start. Just seem to work out, doesn't it? Really? They're not good enough to start a Premier League game, probably. Sure. I don't think I'm, like, I know Obi's made an impact and everyone's made it with him because he's got a few assists and that. And I'm not trying to downplay what he's done because he's to start well, you know what I mean? He made a few good substitution appearances and then ever since he started, did he start the game at Villa? He did, didn't he? And then yeah. started the game against QPR and. He hasn't been great and he wasn't great at the weekend, but he wasn't poor, so... He weren't terrible, was he? You think the one yeah, he was seeing yeah, in the first... Six is fair. Six is fair. He was tired in the first half and him and Dean were linking up quite well on the left, yeah. but other than that, he didn't do anything, did he? So, six, yeah, fair enough. Um, Last player was Rondon. Have you given him? I gave him a 4.5. <laughs> I give him a 5, like... He was a bit, a bit bad, wasn't he? That's an understatement, isn't it, really? <laughs> Again, I don't want to be too harsh because he isn't fit and he's been through in the deep end by having to start these games due to us having no depth at all. He probably expected to come in and give 15, 20 minutes over the next few weeks and then build his fitness up, but he's having to start and be the, the striker, isn't he? So it is a bit... I do feel a bit sorry on him in that sense, but you still got to be doing better. You're a Premier League striker at the end of the day, you know? You know how easy it would have been to mark Ronda at the weekend? Yeah, just stand still. Like, I, I understand he's not fit and... I understand what he is. It, it is Salomon Rondon. Like, do you know what I mean? What, what did we expect? But I don't know. We just seemed, seemed so. I, I felt like we were playing with 10 men at some point, especially in that second half. I felt like the game was just completely bypassing him. It wasn't sticking for a while, was it? That, that 20 minutes in the second half, the ball just didn't stick at all. And he was just, you could just tell he was knackered. He finished the whole game, didn't he? Did he come I know, off yeah, for Dobbin? I was amazed that he stayed on the whole game. But... It went, it went, didn't you come off for Dobbin, was it? It was, um, Townsend's all great. Yeah, so he stayed on, didn't he? I thought Townsend yeah. was injured because he, he went down right next to me and he uh, was grabbing his ankle and holding his foot. He like oh. slipped as well. It wasn't like contact, so I was a bit worried. But uh, apparently Benitez came out and said that it's fine. Yeah, We're all good. Can't be missing him, can we? To be fair, what about yeah. London? He made a good run for Takori's goal. He just got the defender away. That's one thing. Probably not the only bit of running he did all game, wasn't it? Exactly, but it led to a goal, so I'll give him that. But he does need to improve, doesn't he? And the, the problem with the, the performance is maybe he's not fit yet, but he's up against Grant Hanley and Ben Gibson. And I'm telling you now, you're not going to get many centre half pairings like that in the Premier League. Yeah, especially not... in the top ends of the league. Like you're not going to, like he's not going to get that at the weekend. I tell you that. Yeah, Verdun and Maguire. It's going to be a tough game here. Eh? Hopefully, one of the front men are back. Either or of them. 
Calvert-Lewin hope That's a wee, uh, I wanted to, wouldn't you? Make it a bit harder for them to be bullied them a bit. But, uh, yeah. The three subs, two. Don't really have much time, did they? I've given Dobbin a seven for his debut. Why not? Slide him a point. Yeah. Extra points for uh, his debut. debut. And then I give Gordon a 6.5. Looked a bit live again when he came on, didn't he? He got booked, didn't he? He dragged someone back. I remember it. I thought that was stupid. Lot. He it was just far too late, it? Just stopped the break. It was like 90 second minute. It was a bit pointless of a book on like, but stopped the break, didn't it? But yeah, at least he's getting on. That's what I mean. He can he's, he's, got, like, he, he's actually playing. He's not just. Making up the numbers. People are just pretending that he's part of the squad and not playing them. Like at least he's making appearances. Yeah. Getting getting himself used to that speed really, innit? I think it's the speed mainly that people have got to catch up with. Yeah. You come on and you you play in the twenty threes game and it's like it's just not that fast. Especially but not a home to Norwich, it's perfect place to put him on, really, innit? Yeah. They're arguably the worst team in the league. You're not gonna get a much worse opposition than them. That's why I wanted to see a bit more from Dobbin or Sims. When the second goal went in, it was half game over. So I wanted to bring one of the Manford on there. Give them a bit of things. Is it ever game? Is it ever being game over? Ever? <sighs> True. You did think, Dodden, when that second goal went in, think everyone around you was like, yeah. I'm telling you now, if we were playing an half better team and we were winning 4 0 at home on Saturday, I wouldn't think it was over. But when we were playing Newcastle and they scored two, with a minute. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, I think it's happened a few times. It hasn't been that drastic where they've scored two in like. 50 seconds or something stupid the like that. The whole game too. But there's been instances where you just know. You just know the game is never over because we will do everything in our power to beat ourselves. Yeah, we always try and make it as hard as possible, don't we? It's just the way it is. It's the way it's built, isn't it? Yeah, the way the Blues are. <laughs> uh, so we've got a few fan questions that come in. Three in total. Uh, so the first one was from Jack underscore Tatton. He's asked any players we should look at in January. Now wages are freed up. Um, do I have anyone in mind there? Obviously, that depends on price, wouldn't it? Because of the situation we're in. But hopefully, the Rodriguez leaving, Keane leaving, whether that be not the way we wanted them to leave, they, they did leave, and obviously it's relieved the wage budget, hasn't it? Mm. Clearly, otherwise it wouldn't have been forced through. But yeah, as I've said before, I, I'd like us to go back in for Dwight, Dwight McNeil from Burnley if that was possible. I know, obviously, I see in price tags twenty five million. I just can't see us getting getting that price tag. Obviously, they were demanding fifty million a couple of seasons ago for Tarkovsky, weren't he from from West Ham? I think West Ham put a bid in, didn't he? They were after yeah. him, and obviously, they were demanding fifty million for him. We paid thirty for Michael Keane. Yeah, twenty five, thirty million, twenty five, thirty million for Michael Keane. So you're just not getting a bargain from them. You're not just gonna go in and just take their because I think McNeil's their best player personally when I watch them. I think whenever they're good, he's good. Yeah, you're not going to get him in January either, are you? Let's be honest. Probably, you're go it in. depends, doesn't it? It just all depends. They might be in a, a bad situation by January. You just never know, do you? But I think they'd be all right. So I think you'd probably struggle to get him in January. Another winger. I think we need a winger. Obviously, I'm targeting a winger. We need a forward as well. But I'd like Saar from Watford if I had to pick someone. I think he, he, he fits the bill. Depending on price, obviously. I know Watford aces, don't we? Waffle are the best fans of Everton, so they do actually. Like, probably through the roof, but I think Sara be he looks like he's gonna be a good player him, doesn't he? Every time I watch him making an impact, I think he's got four goals already, hasn't he? Yeah, but I remember he was in the Prem in the Prem last time and I was surprised yeah, Mark picked yeah, him up because Liverpool after him, he? Liverpool went in, didn't he? And I think he was sniffing around him, but yeah, I think if I had to pick anyone right now off the top of my head, it'd be them two who come to mind. I like McNeil. I like Sara as well, so any of them really. Or a right back. 
Obviously, a right. I'm not even going to mention a right back. Right back are a question. A right back must be signed. There's no other like. Maybe we get him. Like we've been, we've needed a right back five years. Five yeah. years. We should get one in January, hopefully. Um, speaking of right back, another question for you at seven one one Caddy. She's asked who's best filling in at right back when Coleman isn't playing. So your options would probably be Godfrey, Kenny, or Holgate, wouldn't it? At the minute. I think we've said this before. I think Holgate's the best suited option to fill in for Coleman if he's injured or when he's injured or whatever you want to say it. But I think Holgate's probably best suited. I think Holgate's played the best there. I think he's done okay there last year. I remember he had some good games, which we spoke about on the last podcast. Mm. I think Ben Godfrey just looks unnatural there. I don't know what it is about him, but obviously he's played there before and he's done, he looked all right. I think he looked all right at left-back as well. He looked better at left-back, didn't he? Yeah, he looked least? better at left-back. Yeah, he did. But I think Hoggett's the best option there. I agree. Well, to be fair, I, I always would have, I was saying Godfrey before the Burnley game, I think it was, when Colin picked up that knock. I always thought it would be Godfrey's the best option. Just, just due to his pace, he can get up and down the line a bit quicker. But what I've seen in the last two or three games, you'd have to say Hoggy would be the best option and get Godfrey back and centre half, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what I want to say. And maybe that's just because me hated towards Michael Keane sways me that way, but I think that's what we've got to see soon, have me. We just got, I just want to see it. Maybe it might not work, but I think Holgate plays better next to Mina. I think Mina probably gives him a bit more confidence. Mm. He doesn't have to win every header, do you know what I mean? He's not relied on to win the headers, he's relied on to like be a sweeper maybe, do you know what I mean? Use his pace. Right, so a final question is from at Johnny Griff ninety four. He said, should Sims get a run the side due to uh, Rondon's recent performances? Um he certainly could get minutes. I don't know about starting him, but the QPR game especially, Rondon didn't do nothing for an hour. He didn't do nothing for the whole game really on the weekend. So I don't see the problem in giving Sims Little fifteen minutes here and there, twenty minutes here and there. See what he can do. I wouldn't say starting would be the best idea. If it doesn't go well for him, then it could neg- it could impact him in the long run too, confidence wise. But certainly getting a run off from the bench would be an option, considering the options that we've got at the minute with Calvert Lewin and Macharz and being injured. I'd definitely be looking at giving him a little fifteen, twenty minutes eventually. Should have seen him in the cup most likely, and then maybe on the weekend too. He's got a tough game now against that Old Trafford. It's probably the biggest stage of all in the Premier League, and it's so might not see him on the weekend. But after the international break, I'll be looking to get him some sort of minutes, Defo. Yeah, well, hopefully, if Rondon keeps playing the way he is, he's going to get minutes, isn't he? Because there's no one else. Defo, Rondon's been a weird sign, hasn't it? But when the two men come back, it might not be, it might not turn out to be a weird sign at the moment. He hasn't played great, but hopefully, with a bit more fitness, he gets better. Just coming off the benches when he'd be able to make an impact, won't he? Because starting games, he just doesn't seem up for it at the minute. But as you said, fitness is a massive thing. So Yeah, hopefully he swings. Hopefully he, got, he needs to, probably just needs a goal. Yeah, a bit of confidence. Get a goal, it. let's see how it goes. Because he's not going to play much longer, is he? Let's be honest. So he should be back soon. A little tapping or something would do, wouldn't it? Well, right, we'll end it there for... Uh, is it episode 10 are we on now? 10, little uh, mini landmark for us, isn't it? <laughs> we'll end it there for episode 10. And uh, we'll be doing another podcast. Is it on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday on a, a preview of United Away. Obviously, it's a big game. It's a, like a test, really, because we've started the season quite well. And this is the. Even though Villa's tough, Villa's always tough. I don't think Villa will finish anywhere near United this year. No. The top four looks written, don't it, already? But United have had a few dodgy results, haven't they? Yes, so... we have, yeah. So 
there's no reason why we can't go there and get a result, but we will speak about that more on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the support for the last episodes, the support for the last three or four, really, has been really solid. So, we just want to thank everyone for that and uh, thank everyone for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening.